0: The Irish punk band, Flogging Molly, has a wonderfully melancholic song called It's Been the Worst Day Since Yesterday. Now, the lyrics of the song don't really correspond much to the given situation, but the sentiment of the refrain, boy, that certainly does. And my yesterday was not actually bad at all, it was a lovely time with some friends, but The way things have been compounding with this coronavirus stuff And uh, waves of cancellation Very prudently it seems It can certainly have that feeling Especially not helping that it's been raining so much It's been foggy and nasty outside for the last three days Does not help the mood So it certainly has that feeling of It's been the worst day since yesterday I'll spare you singing any more of it But it's kind of that's been in my head a lot, and I found that whatever song is in my head, if I think about it, I can pick out a pretty good reason why it's there. And I think we can all identify with that. I wanted to go into this recording. It's actually almost 1 a.m. now on March 18th, but I meant to do this earlier in the day. This recording's for the 17th, but, well, life is ridiculous. It's been the worst day since yesterday, so I didn't get around to it. But, just had a holy hour, feeling somewhat focused, so it seemed to go. I want to set the pattern of honestly recording something every day, but since the mass I recorded is only two-sevenths of the way uploaded three hours later, when this recording, audio only, gets uploaded and actually posted, by the grace of God, who knows. But, you know, we'll see what happens. This whole situation, it's amazing that it came to this. You know... How many months ago, when we heard about things in China, would we ever have thought that we would have masses canceled through Easter here in Oklahoma? Never would have, never would have at all. But here we are, and that's just the way it is. So we're gonna make the most of it. We're gonna do what we can. Gonna give over to God and say, "All right, Lord, this happened. We don't know why. You fix it. You help us do the great. Do what to get through it. Do what we need to do to get through this." And it can be a good time. The church is full of all kinds of examples of turning bad into good, right? We have Blessed Stanley Rother now because of a civil war in Guatemala. Now, I pray it doesn't come to anything like that, but that's a good example. And Christian life is all full of all kinds of those things. You know, Saul becomes St. Paul, right? The Lord loves to turn bad things into very good things. So something very good can come from this. We've got to figure out what it is. And part of the ne- the Part of what is necessary to make that happen is to stay away from the crap that gets in the way. Earlier, I recorded my mass, I tried to upload the video, I think I messed up the settings and made it a really huge file on accident, so that's why it's taking, because it, I think it's like a 7 gig file, which is just stupid huge, so that's my own fault, but I don't want to start it over again, so we'll just we'll let that upload overnight, but I've been checking it over and over again, and then you know, intermittently checking Facebook comments, and then other crap, and then... Just, I already am exhausted of social media, and it's been just technically one day since we closed things down, church-wise. So, yeah, this something's gotta give. Uh, so, f- for our own happiness in this time, though you obviously accessed this recording off of social media, get off of it, put the phone down, go do s- nearly anything else, honestly. Um... If we spend, if we spend the next month staring at our phones looking for satisfaction on Facebook comment threads, we are going to be a miserable, miserable people by the end. So, do anything else. Really, anything else. So, speaking of other things, anything else? Uh, today, really, graciously, got my altar and the rectory here, the, the whole chapel sorted out rather well. Um... The table we ordered to be the to be the, a new altar came in the mail. Uh, I picked up a image of Stanley Roether and a sanctuary lamp cover uh, at the pastoral center. wasn't really thinking about. Oh, I'll be on lockdown and have to do all of my masses from the rectory chapel. But hey, sure works out really well now. So uh, that's a lovely blessing to have that kind of fully assembled and be able to do uh, my mass and then other masses there uh, for the next couple of weeks. It looks like. Um, I did enjoy whenever I was uh, unpacking the table, you know, it comes in in a big flat pack box with all the styrofoam and crap. Uh, I did enjoy though that it was somehow, it was called a pub table because it is kind of a higher, bigger table. It's like, oh, okay. I'm I'm." on the St. Patrick's Day to open a pub table uh, to use as an altar. You know, at the pub we gather together, uh, family and friends together, uh, share food and drink, right? That kind of all that's also what the Mass is, um, although, somewhat awkwardly from that analogy, we can't gather as friends and family right now, but, you know, normally that works, so I really enjoyed that we have a, quote, pub table uh, for the altar. On the St. Patrick's Day, though, it is, of course, very strange, you know, every everything was cancelled, no events, no concerts, no, you know, Dropkick Murphys playing in Boston, not gonna happen, so... It occurs to me that there's probably a lot less hangovers on March 18th than there usually would be, which, you know, this is my soapbox, that St. Patrick's Day is not about drunkenness and green beer and lucky charms and crap like that. No, it's about an awesome Catholic saint who converted an entire island, an entire country to the faith by his awesome preaching and, and, you know, witness and example and sacrifices. That's what St. Patrick's Day is about, so uh, less drunkenness and hangovers, I'm all for that. Come, let's see. Yeah, I just said that. I just said that. I have a list here. You guys can't see it, but I made a little list in my in my holy hour. Um, just to go ahead and finish. This is going to be a definitive time. I don't know how. I don't know what that means, but it's going to be for good or for bad. So we have a chance to make the most of it. To make something good out of it. To turn to Christ. To turn to. All right, Lord you know we can't go to mass because of health and safety and that kind of sucks but well not kind of it really does but you know lots of places in the world don't get to have mass every every day or every week and you know like in in Korea i think it was i think it's been in Japan too missionaries had come at one point taught the people the faith but then they couldn't stay or they got you know more missionaries didn't make it through and so they went for like 120 years or even longer Being Catholics with no sacraments at all. So it's very, very possible. We won't be anywhere near that kind of thing. Just dropped a screw I was fiddling with. Um, We won't be anywhere near that. So it is possible, very possible, in fact, for the faith to endure without the sacraments. Though the sacraments are, of course, incredibly awesome and important. And it's a great pain, it's a great suffering to not have them. It's not impossible to continue without them. The church has and will go on and faith can even grow without having access to daily mass and sunday mass so uh, do not despair this is a very strange unusual unprecedented time for us but it is by no means the end and it is very very possible to turn to god in this to receive grace to open our hearts and to have it be in the end a time of great blessings blessings we never would have expected but blessings nonetheless so on this day well it's already passed but he Still counts. Saint Patrick, pray for us. All the saints in heaven, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. See us through. Blessed Anthony, row Pray for us. Our perpetual help. Pray for us. And glory be to God. Let's make something great of this. Great of this by the end. God bless.